Hi, and welcome to the Overflow Podcast. I'm Chuck Ammons, lead pastor of Overflow Church in Brandon, Florida, and we are here to help you receive the Father's love and to release it to everyone you encounter everywhere. Wherever you're listening from today, your God adores you. I pray this message elevates and ignites your faith. On this podcast, you will find biblical messages to activate your faith so you experience the goodness of God and the greatness of your unique voice in His kingdom. To find out more about Overflow Church, visit us at overflowchurch.com or on Facebook at Overflow Church Brandon. We'd also love to encourage you to check out our book, Life in the Overflow, and its accompanying devotional on amazon.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Give it up one more time for our youth pastor, Pastor Brenda. She's amazing. She is a genius of shepherding and getting us all to feel like family. Isn't it great to be a church that gets to uh, walk around and shout and have fun? Isn't that great? Isn't it great to be a part of a church like that? Hello. Isn't it great to be a part of... Thank you. If this is your first time here at um, Overflow, which sometimes happens on Sundays like this, every now and then we just get goofy, and it's okay. It's part of, uh, part of life, and it's part of the seasons that we go through. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about seasons today. Um, now, not so much in Florida, but we do have these things called seasons. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them before, but there's, what are they? They're winter, they're spring, summer, autumn. I got you on that. Uh, fall, of course, is the only season that has a, an alternate name, which is kind of exciting. Autumn, for some reason. This is autumn, everybody. Um, how many have been to, uh, actually lived in a place that had seasons, actually? Yeah? Aren't seasons cool because they're, they actually have a change in the weather, they have a change in the climate, and they have a little bit of hope moving into the next season that, that gives you just a little bit of life and a little bit of zest because there's something to be said for in the next season. Now, how many believe, and I'm going to tell you that I think this is true, that there are seasons in your Christian walk and your Christian life? How many believe that? There are seasons. So the more, um, the older I get, the more I feel that there are seasons, and the, the Lord brings us through season by season, and things change, which is great. It's part of the adventure of getting to know Him. And sometimes it feels like He's ruining your life. What are you doing, God, in this season? He does it. He does. Aren't you glad he ruins our life? That's part of his, that's his job. That's, he's, he's, his job is not to leave us alone, but to mess with us and to uh, ruin our lives sometimes. Uh, <laughs> because as we said for Jonah, just so beautifully portrayed um, by the Aruda girls, is that, that the Lord likes to mix things up. Yeah? And that's what he does in seasons of life. So we all have seasons of life that we go through. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, the Lord talks about seasons in Ecclesiastes. It says this, there is a season that just shows us there is a season, a time appointed for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Aren't you glad that we have seasons and that those seasons don't always last forever, right? We're going to have seasons of grief and sorrow. We're going to have seasons of laughter and dancing. But we have even Jesus, and that for the joy that was set before him, it said he endured the cross, despising its shame, knowing that there was going to be joy on the other side. But 
we don't appreciate the joy on the other side unless there's suffering before that. We don't like to talk about suffering. It's not something we want to like to talk about. Like, how are you suffering today? We don't really want to embrace, right? We're not really wanting to embrace suffering all the time, but suffering is a big part of the seasons that we go through. Now, sometimes seasons sound a little bit better than they actually are, right? You feel like, oh, the Lord is calling me into a brand new season. And you get expectant, right? You're like, the, the Lord, oh, he told me, he told me. I'm going to be a whole, it's going to be a whole new season. So we have this big expectation of what the season's going to be like. This is going to be great. We're so excited about this next season God has for us. And so many times we're disappointed because that next season's not necessarily a happy, good season that we feel like, but it's a season that we need, right? Because that's what the Lord is calling us to. So sometimes suffering is a part of it, that. There's laughter and there's, there's joy, but there's also right sometimes sometimes those seasons sound better than they actually are so i want to give you an illustration of that how many know the band journey have you ever heard the band journey before anybody one of the coolest sounding songs um i I have a little audio clip for you i just want you to hear this it's so cool sounding can you can you play that audio clip real quick yeah Some of you guys were singing along really loudly. That was great. That was great. Isn't that one of the coolest sounding songs you'll ever hear? Like the chord, the chord progression, the instrumentation, the vocals, just the coolest, coolest sound. Now, I remember uh, this, the Journey video, though. Um, the video of the song was not quite as cool. If you watch them, now, so, so I found this on YouTube. This is, this is Journey doing the, the music video without the music. So it's just going to be a little bit different than what it sounds. So check out Journey just doing the... have never seen Journey before, you thought they were really cool when you heard that song, right? Man, that sounds cool, but it just wasn't as cool as it sounded, was it? You take away the music. Well, that's the way expectations of seasons are in our life. We have expectations of how things are going to go, and it sounds amazing. Oh my gosh, a new season, that sounds amazing. And then we get there, and it's the corniest, cheesiest season, and it's not cool at all. You ever been in those seasons okay well that's just proof that there are seasons that we go through and some sound better than they actually are so i want to give you some thoughts about seasons you ready here's my thoughts 
about seasons. First, some seasons are happy and some seasons are crappy. I apologize for the parents of children in the room. I just said crappy, I know, but it just rhymed and I had to say it. So some, some seasons are happy and some seasons are crappy. And we have to go through the crappy seasons to really appreciate the happy seasons, don't we? How many really embrace the crappy seasons? You really want the crappy seasons, right? No, we want the happy seasons because that's when we feel joy. We want the mountaintop experiences, but we can't have the mountaintop experiences without the valley experiences, right? So that's the first one. Some seasons are happy, some seasons are crappy. I want to read this uh, quote by Rachel Held Evans. She said this, For better or for worse, there are seasons when we hold our faith, and there are seasons when our faith holds us. Amen. Wow, isn't that true? Yeah, there are seasons where we hold our faith. Oh, this is time to praise. It's praising Jesus because everything's wonderful. But then we get to those seasons where our faith holds us, and we just don't think we're going to make it through. So the good things about every season is the happy seasons and the crappy seasons. God is with us through it. Yeah, he understands it. He's been through it, and he's right there with us. He doesn't abandon us on the crappy seasons. We think he does. We think, well, things are going crappy. I must not have the anointing of the Lord on me. <laughs> you ever feel that? Oh, things are going bad. I must have sinned. Things are, yeah, things are really crappy. It's a crappy seasons right now. What did I do? Where did I turn wrong? I thought I, was, I thought I was obeying. Yeah, I thought I was going the right direction. There should be blessing here. Somehow we've mixed up that little definition of there, if there's blessings, then the things can't be crappy, right? Things are going terrible. I'm not under the blessing of the Lord. I've heard that so many times. Things are going really terribly right now. Well, what did you, what were your agreements when you came into that? Yes, we need to talk about that and we need to study that. But there are things that we find ourselves in crappy seasons and it wasn't because of anything we did wrong. It's not because we made a bad decision. It's just because that is a season that the Lord is bringing us through and that's part of life, right? It's part of it. Um, there's a couple weeks, uh, two weeks ago, I, um, I had a dead battery in my car and um, I, I did not get a chance to get it fixed before I went down and did a wedding, performed a wedding in Longboat Key. And when I got out of the wedding, the, uh, the battery was, of course, dead. And so I tried to get people to jump it and it just wasn't working. And it was around 11 o'clock at night. I thought, like, I'm going to Uber to Walmart because I saw on the battery that there is a... Uh, what do you call it, the warranty thing? Yeah, there's a warranty on the battery. I'm going to take it to, to Walmart. So I Ubered to Walmart, and I got there at 11.03, and they closed at 11. They said, sorry. So I'm staying there in Longboat Key with a battery that I just Ubered, and the Uber guy just left, and they just closed and said I didn't. So I'm standing there, and it's 11 o'clock at night in Longboat Key, and I'm standing there like a doofus <laughs> with a battery. So long story short, I get back to the car around 3 a.m. and I sleep in the car for the night and it was just, it was terribly uncomfortable and it was a crappy day. It was a crappy 24 hours. It was really bad. It was just like, this is, meh. <laughs> you should have heard me whine. I was not praising the Lord. I found out my language is more salty when I'm having a crappy season. I find myself more of a whiner. Man, what a whiner that kid is. That's me. Yeah, I'm whining through it because it's not going my way. So rather to embrace the, this is a crappy season, and maybe the Lord has something here for this season, I just resisted it, right? Because we resist it because it's crappy. 
And then we just got back uh, this morning from England. We went on a 10-day England trip to celebrate our 30th anniversary. Um, That was a happy season. And I got to say that um, being... uh, being chauffeured around in an air-conditioned coach throughout the uh, historic sites of England and Scotland, um, that was a lot happier season. I was a lot better of a person, I felt like. Right? And you see who you are in the crappy seasons, like, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm going, I'm going to a castle today. <laughs> it's a happy season. I love this. My attitude about life and my perspective about life is so much better than it was when I was stuck in Longboat Key sleeping in my car, right? Our perspective is different. And so um, what was great, it was great about the trip. I did my Mrs. Doubtfire impression in Scotland. I'm not sure how it went or how, <laughs> how it was taken, but our, it was, the greatest thing is our coach driver was, uh, was Scottish, so he's like, what we're going to do is take a right day in here. And it was that strong of an accent. It was amazing. And all I did was just like, I sat there and I just listened to the <laughs> coach driver talk about how Scotland. And we passed into Scotland. He was like, he's like, isn't it great or that, that the air in Scotland is so much brighter and, and cleaner than it is in London and England, right? We passed into Scotland and things got brighter and the grass is a lot greener. Yeah. Um, it was great. But I was, I, was, I was more rejoicing with the Lord and praising the Lord during that time of happy than I was during the crappy thing. And I had a terrible attitude. And I was like, Lord, my attitude is terrible. And it was like he leaned in and said, it's okay, because this is crappy. It's all right. You don't have to behave. You don't have to act a certain way. You don't have to fake it and go like, that was great, sleeping in your car. I recommend it. You know... <laughs> You don't have to fake it. You can be genuine and be real and actually share your emotions, both good and bad, with the Lord. So I learned something that night to give myself a break. When it's in that crappy season, I'm not acting very nice to give myself a break because, hey, it was crappy. But he was there with me. Suffering, I love this quote, suffering is our character development. Suffering is our character development. Yeah? So character development, remember your, your, um, your shows that you're binge watching? You ever binge watch a show from the first season to like the eighth season and you watch it from there and the first season is like, ah. and you always hear about the eighth season, right? How great it is, but you have to watch the first season to be able to get to the eighth season. But the first season, there's no character development. They're just, the characters are like kind of bland and they're flat. And then by the eighth, they've figured out all these characters and it's so rich and wonderful. So in order to get to that eighth season, you've got to walk through season one, season two, season three, season four. And to me, suffering is a great character development for us because it teaches us what we need to know. And we are so much brighter and better and more balanced when we've gone through those terrible seasons when we get through them, right? And it's not about all this happy season. So secondly, seasons are an opportunity to grow. So it's an opportunity to grow. As suffering is a character development, we grow in those. So do you ever have those seasons where it just feels like it lasts, it's lasting forever? 
It's like a crappy season, and you're hearing absolutely nothing from God. And you're like, hello, does this thing work? And you're praying, and it's like nothing is happening, and you're not hearing anything. You're just like, Lord. And he's like, I got you. And it was like, it would be nice to have like a little bit of direction maybe, just to unfold some blueprints or something like that or make me have a big revelation. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that right now. I'm just going to like not speak as much right now in this season. It's like, but come on. So you ever been through there and it acts, it, it's, it lasts forever. You're absolutely hearing nothing from God. And then you get some kind of healing, right? You learn some new life-changing perspective and you immediately then move to the next season that he had for you. Does that ever happen to you? That has happened so many times. Man, this season, oh, it's dredging on and dredging on and on. It's lasting forever. I'm hearing nothing. I'm not getting any revelation. I'm not just, I'm just not thriving. I don't feel like I'm thriving. We always feel like we need to thrive all the time, right? Rather than just to survive. Like, I'm just surviving this season. And then you learn something. You get that one perspective like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. And then immediately you're brought into that next season. That's a beautiful thing, and it's cool when it happens. That's kind of what that glory to glory thing that he talks about. He's, he's bringing us from brighter glory into brighter glory. It just doesn't look like it sometimes. And we got to wait until we're on the other side of that pain to be where we're supposed to be, right? So I love those seasons. It's great when it, when it all kind of moves forward, and you're like, oh, okay, woohoo! now it's a great season. Um, so be open to change and maturing in this next season, whatever this next season is. You have to be open to change because if you're resistant to change and maturing, it's going to be a lot more of a hard journey for you, right? But if you're open to change, you're open to maturing, you're open to growing, and you're open to the Lord adjusting your fivefold grace. This is so key because you're going into this next season. You're like, oh, man, I took that test again that you have online, which I really uh, asked would you would do, it, um, do that test periodically because I, I took mine again and my, my fivefold gifted had changed. The, the level that I had had changed. It had been adjusted. And it's because this new season that I was walking in, it was a different anointing. I needed a different strength for that time. Uh, my wife shared a story about she's always been very evangelistic, and evangelism was the very top. And then it changed, and she started being apostolic. And, uh, and she was like, I don't know why. I'm just, I don't, I've never been real strong in apostolic. And then she got a new job, and she saw that she needed that strength of being apostolic, being the, the strongest. So I just want you to be open to like not just saying, well, this is my strength, this is my grace that I walk in most, because it may be different for a season. And he may give you the, just a special anointing in another fivefold grace for the next season that you're walking in. So be open to that. Be open to what he wants to teach you and grow you in. So the third thing about seasons, we have to stop blaming how we feel in every season on God. We have to stop blaming how we feel, how we feel, how we feel in every season on God. Well, God, you've just abandoned me Meh! because things are crappy right now, right? We got to stop doing that. We got to stop putting that expectation on God and saying, well, if things are going right, then I know you're with me. But if things are not going right, then you got to be somewhere distant. No, he hasn't moved. He hasn't moved. Because the season's different doesn't mean he's moved. He's right there, close to you, near to you. It just doesn't feel like it sometimes, and that's okay. We can't trust our feelings, right? We can't trust our feelings. So that's the thing with rescue versus redemption, and I've been th thinking about this a lot, that, that God is a rescuer. Yes, he rescues us a lot of times, but more so he's a redeemer. 
Yeah, he's more into redemption than he is rescue. And this is, this is a big revelation because I'm like, okay, God, I was in this season. You didn't rescue me from this season because I didn't need to be rescued. I needed to walk through that season. But I felt like I was entitled to rescue. Oh, I'm entitled. I'm a Christian. I, I, I'm entitled to rescue. Rescue me, Lord. Come on. Rescue me. I deserve to be rescued right now. He doesn't always rescue. He just doesn't. I mean, look at history. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he's like, man, I just got rescued. The Lord just rescued me from that situation. But so many times we got to go through that pain. And he didn't. He didn't. But he also, he always redeems it, right? He always redeems that season. He always brings redemption in that season. But he doesn't always rescue us. And I think that helps us with our expectation of God because I had, I really had an expectation of from where, when I was raised and that what I've been taught that I'm entitled to rescue. God rescues. Yes, he does rescue, but he's not primarily a rescuer. He's more a redeemer. Ah, Hopefully I'm messing with your mind a little bit because, yes, he's going to rescue us. So many times he does. Like, man, God rescued. But so many times he, he doesn't rescue and he just redeems it. And he makes good of what was terrible. Um, so, but we got to stop blaming that. we got to release God of the expectation that he has to perform for us. We got to lose that, guys. Oh, God's got to perform for us. And if he doesn't perform for us and he doesn't do exactly what I feel like he should do, then I'm not, I'm not so sure he's with me. Ah, we got to stop that expectation to say, well, God's going to rescue me. Yeah, God, I believe God's going to rescue me. He might not, but he's going to redeem you. He's going to redeem the situation. So we got to we'll release him of that expectation of performing for us because he's not a show pony right he's the lord and he's just going to do what he's going to do i love that that the the kids shared about the sometimes his 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 plan is got to become our plan right so beautiful so and then lastly no not lastly fourthly um seasons of rest and reflection are just as important as seasons of activity. I got to read that again. Seasons of rest and reflection are just as important as seasons of activity. We think we got to be active, active, active all the time. We got to be on the, we have to be on task. We got to do it. We got to do this for the Lord. We got to go and do this for the Lord. And maybe the season is, he's going to just cause you to sit and rest. And he, and he's not going to let you do activity. You ever been in that, that season where you're like, nope, I'm not going to let you do that right now because it's not about your performance, not what you can do for me. You just got to sit now. You got to rest. Like, but I don't want to rest. I want to be on task because rest is like, but activity is like, I can got something to show for myself, right? I got something that I did, something that I accomplished, right? Rather than rest and relaxation. So if you're in that season where he's calling you to R&R, rest and relaxation, don't discount that. And don't think that that is worse than activity, right? It's the season that you're in. And it may be a time for you to rest. And you might be feel guilty about it. And some of you guys have said that. I was like, well, I'm, I'm not serving right now because, like, don't apologize for it. You're not serving right now because you got to rest. And that time of rest and relaxation and, and um, sabbatical is needed. We have to rest. And we can't discount that. We can't see it as less valuable than importance of activity. And then lastly, the, here we go, lastly, is in whatever season you're in, God's got you. Yeah? yeah? He's got you. He's near, guys. He's near to you. Yes. And he may seem so distant, but he's near. 
So take hope in that. He's near. He might bring rescue. He might not, but he will redeem all things. And he knows what you're going through. He's got you. And he loves you. And he understands you. And it's okay to complain a little bit and to be a little brat sometimes because he knows you are. It's okay. Um, and in whatever season you find yourself in, you need community. You need community. We can't stress the value of missional community enough. This is great, and it's a great celebration, but you need to be in a small group missional um, community where you can minister alongside of each other, but you can have a place that's real for you, and that's a place of community.